right before this, going back to cavemen around a fire, storytelling has been huge. And obviously, as technology has advanced, there's so many more ways to go about crafting that message, whether it's social media posts, whether it's writing a book, however we build authority, however we build authorship, it's never been easier, but probably never more necessary to help us stand out among the crowd. So super excited to be here with Michael DeLon. For those of you that don't know him, he creates credibility. He's the president of Paperback Expert. He helps business owners publish a book that positions them as the expert in their field. Business owners seek out Michael to clarify their brand strategy and make them best-selling authors. Side note, not in his thing, but imagine all the time and effort you put into writing a book if you don't make it as a bestseller and if nobody buys it and you've wasted the most amount of time. So certainly you want to make sure you've got some extra expertise on this. Um, the These these want-to-be bestselling authors use the credibility marketing strategy to gain more clients, get more referrals, and grow their revenue. Michael is the number one bestseller, Amazon bestselling author of On Marketing. Would make sense that he's done it if he helps other people. Since 2013, he's worked with business owners across the United States and even internationally to establish and market their credibility. He's a husband of one and father of four. Took me a moment. I was like, wait a minute. I did read that correctly. Uh, committed follower of Jesus Christ, deeply involved in his church. You can normally find Michael investing time with his family, reading a great book, another awesome thing to have in your personality, or facilitating growth in the lives of those around him. Michael, so nice to have you here. Jordan, thank you. I appreciate that. And it's going to be a really, really fun conversation because you and I are kind of cut from the same cloth. I love it. And as I shared in our last episode where we talked about Mike's episode, I get so many random messages. Michael's was the only one that I was like, I want to talk to this person and I definitely want to have him on the show from a, uh, I don't know if it was LinkedIn or Facebook, whatever it was, but like, it was so great, which is awesome because whenever anybody sells, they're a good storyteller or a good cold marketer or direct messages, whatever, and they're suck, I look at it sideways. So Michael right. truly nailed it for me. That's why he's here. That's and I'm awesome. super excited for him to share his expertise. That's great. I'll thank, thanks for sharing that with me. It's always good to, to know that our outreach and our connections are, are good and, and authentic and, and hopefully genuine. Yeah, I love it. So, And that's what we're talking about today, right? We're talking about the three A's to a better law firm, authority, authorship, and awesomeness. We'll yeah. dive in with that in Michael in a second, but I do want to talk about our last episode. Uh, we had Jim Hacking on of Maximum Lawyer about how to become your own Maximum Lawyer. Really interesting episode where Jim shared some of his story as well as helping us really go sort of meta on this, like figuring out what we truly want, diving deeper in how we can get there and really helping us set ourselves up for success. So awesome episode, but uh, don't watch that until you finish watching this episode because we've got another great one coming I, for you right I here. going where? Love it. All right. So drop me, I mean, the bio is awesome, but like, give me, give me the background of the bio. Give me the story of Michael DeLon. Yeah, it, it'll take about two and a half minutes to listen fast, okay? So yeah, you mentioned I'm a follower of Christ. Been married 32 years to my wife. We, we've got married in 90. My wife and I are like this, okay? We are complete opposites. First five years of our marriage were hard. And uh, Jill and I, we both grew up in church, Jordan, but nobody ever taught us how to be married. And so we went to a, a weekend to remember marriage conference by a ministry called Family Life after five years of conflict. They shared with us God's blueprints for marriage. I didn't know we had blueprints. So we took his blueprints. We applied them. Our marriage started getting better. That was through the 90s. That was great. I was working in Christian radio sales, and I was knocking on your door trying to get you to sell or buy radio, right? Found out after two years, nobody wants to buy radio. They want to sell their products and services. 
So I, I, I got really good at marketing for small business owners because that's what our business needed. My business grew all through the 90s. Things were great. Then in uh, the end of 1990, uh, God led us out of that to a startup.com. You ever heard of this company called Amazon? Right here or there, back, you know. Back in the day, they were just starting out, right? And I was selling websites and banner ads and stuff to car dealerships and things who didn't even have this thing yet. Well, that, that lasted two years because the company I was with was way ahead of their time. That means they went bankrupt. And so oh. I found myself out of a job going, all right, God, what am I supposed to do now? And he said, Michael, I want you in a ministry to marriages. I want you at family life, that ministry that changed our marriage. So we raised support for two years as missionaries, moved from Indiana down to Little Rock, Arkansas, thought I hit Nirvana. Man, why would I ever do anything else? This was great. Climbed the corporate ladder. Six years later, I'm on the leadership team. Things are great. They start going through corporate reorganizations. After the third reorg chart was shown out, my name is no longer on the leadership team. They started shuffling me around the ministry, started a two-year, what I call my prison term, because I was in a job I hated at a ministry I loved. Gotcha. After two years of emotional just turmoil, I said, I got to get out of this place. And God said, you know, what do you want to do? I said, I want to go help small business owners with marketing because they struggle with it. They hate it. I love it. And he said, go. So on January 1st of 2013, I escaped from prison. And I started a marketing consulting firm. And I'd call you. I'd say, Jordan, I can help you grow your business. I'd come out. We'd have a meeting. You say, Michael, what have you done in the last few years? Who have you helped? And I say, well, I've helped little marriages and families and family life. And you say, Michael, that's awesome. Way to go. Super honorable. Look at the time. I've got another meeting coming up. Let me, let's reschedule and keep the conversation going. And you'd usher me out the door. Well, I wasn't getting any clients. And I said, I got to fix this. Went back to my church, second floor. I was pacing the hallway one day saying, God, how do I help Jordan? Because I know I can't. And God said, take all your marketing strategies, put them in a book. So I did. So I wrote my first book on marketing back in 2013. Then I'd call you. I'd mail a copy of my book to you. I'd walk into your office a week later for our meeting. And there it was, Jordan. My book was on your desk. Dog-eared, highlighted, and underlined. You'd read my book. Or even and better, they didn't open it knowing that they weren't even going to spend that time. That They, they were don't have to. In. Because the fact of the matter is when I, when I walked in, you had pen in hand ready to take down my solution for your challenge. Because when you got a copy of my book, I instantly became an expert in your mind. And that changed everything. I started gaining clients and I said, whoa, whoa, why don't more business owners do this? Because I've been in marketing for a long time, but I never found anything that worked like this. Well, I don't know if you've written your book yet, Jordan, but it's hard. There's a lot to it, right? And so I went back to my church and sat in a Sunday school room one day and I built a spreadsheet. I eliminated every step it takes to creating a book for my clients. And we created a company that today is Paperback Expert, where we help lawyers and business owners create a book without writing a word to position them as the expert so they can more easily attract and gain clients and grow their business. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a shout out through my story. Okay. I, so I'm like 60 pounds overweight. One day I was like, I want to run a marathon. And you know what? I'd run a marathon. And on that same day, I was like, I'm going to write a book. And you know what I haven't done? Write that book. book. So okay. I am, uh, I'm, I'm with you. I'm in. I'm when, we're, when we're done with this podcast, we'll talk about getting your book created without writing a word, Jordan. It's awesome. Anyway, so that's my story. That's how I got into doing this. And I just absolutely love helping people because usually the question or the, or the statement I get from somebody, Jordan, is, you know, I've always thought of writing a book. I don't have time. I don't really know how to do it. I, I, I don't know what to do. And how many would I sell? All of those questions we take care of in our, in our process. So. 
you know, and it's interesting. This is slightly off topic, but I, I keep coming back to this. So they've got this uh, chat GPT, the AI that I think is, <coughs> excuse me, phenomenal about so many of these things. And it's interesting because I think so many people are looking at like, oh, this is going to kill a lot of like the short-term messaging. And from my standpoint, I think that makes it even more important to have like that long form book of true expertise with your take. No, without question. Because like, we're going to, we're going to, quantity is no longer going to be the problem. It's going to be that double focus on, on quality. Well, quality. I just had lunch with a dear friend of mine. In fact, he was my first author 10 years ago, dear friend of mine. And he, the, the dude had the audacity, Jordan, believe it. This morning, he woke up early, reread my book, took notes in it, and all throughout lunch, he's peppering me with questions on a book I wrote 13 years ago, right? Which is great. But he and I talked about that, and he said, you know what, Michael? Nothing will replace this connection that we have here in person to person. You can AI stuff all you want. I take a totally different approach because here's here's one of my marketing-isms. To reach, to convince the mind, you have to capture their heart. That comes through story. That comes through relationship. That comes through, for me, a lot of video, getting to know who I'm, personal outreaches to people, right? You, you can't do that through AI. You'll never be able to do this through AI. So I'm not saying don't ever do AI. It's just that this is so much more powerful and personal. And when you're working in an industry like law, it takes a lot of credibility, a lot of trust for somebody to hire you. That's going to come through conversations like this, or when you spend an hour or so reading my book to get to know me to say, is this really the type of attorney I want? Tell me the stories of how you've helped people. Tell me your story. Why are you an attorney? Because you could be doing a thousand different things. You're pretty smart. Why did you choose this? And I want to know people that respond story. with uh, they're a masochist or a sadist or both. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so there, there's there's always a story there. So I love how do we, you know, we're talking about authority. We're talking about authorship. We're talking about awesomeness. In terms of like crafting that credibility message to give us the authority, how do you talk people through that imposter syndrome of like, I don't have enough to you know, write a whole book on this. I don't have enough to be the, the go-to on this. Like, how do you help people get through that? Yeah. So, so we have real conversations because they, they have forgotten more about law than their clients will ever know. They deal with clients every day who are asking questions. That's really the, the impetus behind the book. But what we do is we pull it back and say, let's stop talking about law first. Let's figure out your story. What is, what's going to separate you from all the other attorneys out there? Because that's where I always want to want to camp because it's it, it matters more, Jordan, what you say than where you say it. And I think a lot of attorneys are too focused on where I say it. I have to be on LinkedIn or Facebook or TikTok or whatever it is, but they have a bland message. They don't have a message that separates them, that connects, right? So we always start with message first, and once we get that, they realize that they actually know a whole lot more than, they're, than they think they do. So we help them to stop listening to that little voice inside and say, no, 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 no. Here's what your audience is really needing to hear from you, how you've helped people. That makes sense? It does, and so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull a little bit more out because obviously, like, look, it's interesting to me because obviously in something like this, Part of what people are paying for is that customization with you oh, totally. to get to the core of it. But from the standpoint of that, you know, small business owner, listen to this, who knows that they are super bland and vanilla, mm -hmm. where can they start 
to begin to put together a more engaging story. Yeah, a coffee shop is a great place to go. <laughs> so here's what I, here's here's my recommendation: take a friend to a coffee shop, okay, and pull out your phone or computer and, and hit record audio, and have your friend start asking you questions about your your background, your childhood, your growing up years, your family, your college. Why'd you go to college? Why'd you why'd you major? Why do you live where you live? Why do you do what you do? All of those questions and record it all, and then go back and get it transcribed and read it or listen to it, and you're going to find themes, okay. Case, case, can I tell you a case in point real quick? Because yeah, it'll, of course. Look, we look. We're talking about storytelling, right? Okay, got to get some. So some case I had stories. A, I had I had a guy call me. He was a, he's an attorney down in Florida. He called me a few years ago and he says, "Okay, I, I want to write a book." And we said, "Okay, great, William." And I got I, I started asking his story. I said, "So he's a personal injury guy." I said, "I said why? How'd you get to Florida?" He's like, "Well, I, I grew up in like Maine or someplace in, in the Northeast and went to Flo University of Florida on a baseball scholarship." He was going towards the pros as a baseball pitcher. He was really good, okay? And so he's on scholarship and all that. Second year in, he threw his arm out in baseball. Permanent injury, killed his baseball career, lost his scholarship. And so he had to divert and do something else, got a degree, became a deputy sheriff or so, came back, got his law degree. Now he's a personal injury attorney. And during the, the time when he threw his elbow out, he had to go through all kinds of rehabilitation, surgeries, and all kinds of stuff, insurance bills and all that stuff. And I looked at him, I said, William, have you ever told that story to anybody? He's like, no, it's not important. I said, oh, yeah, it kind of is. And so we took that story. Now, remember, he's personal injury, okay? So we took that story of his background, which is very unique, and we created his book and titled it, When Life Throws You a Curveball. So I took his baseball career. He was a pitcher throwing curveballs. Life threw him a curveball, knocked his baseball career out. Who does he help today? People who've been involved in accidents, that's a curveball. So he goes on TV now in the morning shows or on his website, and he talks about if life has thrown you a curveball, I'm here to walk you through that process because I've been there. And he shares his story, and he immediately bonds with these people. And he's got two gorillas in his market who are spending like a million a month on marketing. And he says, I, I can't do that. I said, great, you don't need to. You have a better story to tell. That's how we do it. Every attorney listening to this has a story. You just need a good friend to take you out to coffee and start talking about your background and don't discount something that you're so used to, like running a marathon when you're 50 pounds overweight. Okay, there's a story there, brother. Yeah, I'm an idiot. No, but I know I'm, I'm with you. <laughs> but you survived. I'm a survivor, right? Yeah, I survived. I uh, couldn't walk for like three days. It was great. Yeah. It was a whole... But <laughs> there's, a, there's a whole thing i'm sure you know what you're right you know what we've got this this is the this is the story if i can run a marathon you can run a law firm that you're happy about you know totally. like, i'm the uh i'm the before and the after photo and we just dive into it <laughs> and i just before and after it. they look exactly the same that's great <laughs> i love it but it, it's so true though because like look i you know and and genuinely um i've had people ask this question to me all the time like what should i wear when i make my marketing videos oh yeah and i'm like look if they want a lawyer talking about personal injury in a suit, they've got a million options. If they want a lawyer talking about personal injury in a Hawaiian shirt, they've got me. So like, Absolutely. what's the thing, you know, find, find that thing. And obvious. and I think, you know, where do you, I, I feel like a good story has to upset some people, right? Like this isn't the story that is sort of okay with all. It's a story that resonates with the right person. Am I right on that? Oh, totally. Yeah. And in all of my marketing, marketing in general, right? It should do one of two things. It should either attract your ideal prospect or repel them. 
And to your case, what should I wear on video? I didn't do video for a long time, Jordan. I was, I was scared to do it because I didn't have a great studio. I didn't have lighting. I stuttered once in a while. I'd say, um, and I, I, I dare I you, Michael. Jeez. I mean, I was a speech coach for six years. You can't say, um, 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 so I didn't do video because I thought I had to show up like I thought my prospect wanted me to show up. And so I wouldn't do video. When I finally got to the point, I said, you know what? <clears throat> On that, I'm going to show up as Michael. I'm going to do my thing. And if you like Michael, then let's talk. But if this bothers you, go away. Because this is all you get. And you know what it did, Jordan? It, it lowered all of, all of the inhibitions for me. It allowed me to show up genuinely and give. And it attracts my ideal client. People who connect with me, they, they smile. They're like, I like you. I'm like, Good, let's talk. How can I help you? It just, but you have to get, you have to be genuine. And if genuine's a Hawaiian shirt, awesome. And if, I've got, a, I've got an attorney, we did his book. He's a, um, he's a litigator that does like a brain case injuries. I mean, real high end all across the nation. He's down in Florida somewhere. And he's a Hawaiian shirt dude. And he's overweight dude. And he's like, hey, this is me. And if you like me, then great, because I'm really good at what I do, but I don't wear ties. My neck's too big, he says. I'm, I love the guy, Jed. And he's just realized it's him, and you love the guy. That's what we're looking for. I mean, in, in all of marketing, in all of life. Um, I want to I play devil's advocate here okay. for a moment. I hope, I hope you'll allow I love me. Because I love to, be, to be, I mean, I guess to be fair to you and unfair to anybody listening, I totally agree because, okay. but, but I know there are so many lawyers who are like, well, if I do that, I'm going to miss out on all these cases. So what's the, give me, give me, give me the truth. Yeah. I think the truth is you're going to get more than, than you're going to get more and better cases because you're going to work with people who, who you really like and who really like you because they resonate with you. Why do you think in my bio and when I started telling my story, do I go back and I say, I'm a follower of Christ. I've been married 32 years. I've got four kids. Two through adoption, two through foster care, right? My wife and I struggled in our marriage. I went to prison for two years. Why do I tell you all of those little stories, Jordan? So because that one. Of, gonna, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. Why? Well, so twofold. One, you're going to get the people that immediately tune you out and then therefore don't go down the time and do the consult and start the book. And then are like, Michael, you are not the my yeah. speed. Um, and then two, you get people that peg to hang their coat on when they, yeah, uh, when they right. want to build a relationship. I, I resonate with people. I've had, I've had prospects come to me and say, dude, I heard you speak. And we were foster parents for six years. And I knew when I heard that, I wanted to talk with you. Okay. The, there are lots of people out there who publish books for business owners, right? And if that's all you're wanting to do, I am not your guy. Okay. I do so much more than that. But they came to me because I connected with them. And it's a heart connection for, we make decisions emotionally, then we back it up with logic, right? I'm all about reaching the heart. I do that through stories and everybody has a great story to tell. And to, uh, to, back, to back Michael's statement up there. So they did this study and it was from a lawyer perspective. It was about if the kids should go back to the custody of this mom. So mm -hmm. they took, there were 10 facts that were helpful for her. There were 10 facts that were not helpful for her. And when they had the facts, like, you know, she brushes the kids, she does the, you know, good dental hygiene with the kids every night. And then in the next group, they're like, she does good dental hygiene with the kids every night. And they use their Star Wars toothbrush. The little things like that made it twice as impactful 
on those people thinking she was a good mom or in the flip side with the negative ones, that extra one little thing that has nothing to do with the fact that extra little, you know, um, thing to hang your hat on made more people think she wasn't going to be a good mom and that the kids shouldn't go back to her. And it's just crazy to see, you know, those, those things that we think are so tiny are the things that resonate with people. They, they really are. And this gets deep into brain science and all that, and we won't go too deep into it, but the, you get two hemispheres, right? Left, logical, right, creative and things. Do you, do you realize that those two parts of your brain hardly ever talk to each other? There's this little thing in the back of your brain. I think it's called the amygdala. It's, it's the one that starts connecting the dots. But most marketing is left brain. When you go to most websites, go Google 10 websites in, in your market of other attorneys, other – I don't care what they are. They were built in the 90s, I think. There's no or video worse. on them. Yeah. It's all text and stock images. And, oh, my gosh, really? Where's the relationship? We have to connect the both hemispheres. You do that through story. What? I mean, why are movies so powerful? Because they tell us a story. They transport us into another realm where we live. That's how you need to be doing your marketing, whether it's in a book or video. It doesn't matter. I love it. So from the I want to I want to hammer on that author the authority standpoint because like I love yeah. how you frame this. Obviously we're a ton of lawyers and obviously like we we both understand how much more like look no offense my landscape guy he's awesome but when I'm hiring a landscaper I just ask for a referral and great this person mows the lawn of my neighbor it looks great they gave me stamp of approval awesome from a lawyer I want to know more than that no offense AJ you are awesome that's right but from the standpoint of telling the story to build authority yeah. Well, how do we do it differently or do we do it differently? Yeah, I think you absolutely do it differently. Yeah, you, you tell your story and in that story, we weave that story through the whole book and you're answering the questions that your audience is asking. And as they're reading your book before they meet with you, OK, here, here's the you're not going to get selling this thing on Amazon. OK, you're, you're just not. That's not the point. The point is to have an asset that when somebody inquires, you can now mail it out to them, a physical book. When was the last time you got a physical book in the mail, Jordan? Signed by the I, author. I mean, it happens to me a weirdly high amount of time because yeah. of the podcast guests and my yeah. circle. But I understand that. Yeah. I understand that that is not a, a normal thing. It's not a normal thing. And in our culture, it's sacrilegious to throw a book away. And Definitely. so once your book is in their hands, they've got it. They're going to read it. I'm, I'm a big proponent, Jordan, of preconditioning prospects to hire me before I ever talk with them. I want a client walking into my office or on a Zoom call with the book in hand, dog-eared highlights saying, okay, I was reading this. I, I have a question here, or here's my story. Can you help me with that? Well, absolutely we can. That's what we do every day. Let's talk about your situation, right? That all happens as you're telling your stories through the pages of your book, through the videos on your website, through the funnels that you create, your emails that go, it's all personal and you're just telling stories and you need to become a good storyteller. You don't have to be Stephen King and be able to write, no, no, we all have stories. It's like if you go to a holiday party or a, or a kid's birthday party, you're telling stories. You're, that's what I want in your marketing to draw people in. Did I answer the question? I feel like I diverted. I, I don't know. I like what you had to say. No, okay. and, and it's funny. You mentioned the book thing. So like, like I was telling Mike and like most of you listeners know, we're about a month back to Orlando from a 13 month road trip. And so we've cleaned out most of the house. And I found this book that is the Duck Hunter's Guide to Animal Training. 
I am not a duck, nor am I a duck hunter, nor do we have any pets, nor do I raise any animals. I do not know how this book ended up in my house. It is not in my wheelhouse. It is not in the wheelhouse of anybody in my family whatsoever. But you know what? When I found the book, I did not throw it away because I could not throw away a book, even if it has zero relevance to anything I've ever done or will ever do in my life because of exactly what you said, because it is a book, because it has so much knowledge. It is a book and it's going to be there calling towards you so that when you decide to bring, take a trip to Arkansas, which by the way, is the duck hunting capital of the world because our second greatest exporter is rice grown in patties. So anyway, I'll tell you that whole story later. But before you come to Arkansas, read the book because it might help you. Um, but you're right. It, you, you, you want to become a household name. When we work with clients, here, here's, here's my big objective. I want them to become the first attorney somebody thinks of and the one they feel the best about when that person needs your service. What that means, Jordan, is fewer than probably 3% of the people are in the market today for your services. That means 97% of the people who are inquiring and looking and searching are going to need what you have to offer in the next three months to three years. What are you doing to stay in front of them over time and to win their heart? And the answer for most law firm, most business owners, let alone law firm owners, is nothing. Nothing followed by, I need more leads. And I'm like, shut up. No, you don't. How many leads did you get last month? 20. Great. How many booked an appointment? 12. How many did you sell? Two. Great. I need more leads. No, we need to convert more of the leads you're getting and follow up with the other ones. And guess what? There's a gold mine there. Okay. I'm not against the today buyer. Trust me. I like that. But I focus most of my time, effort, and energy in my clients on that back end, that long tail that has hundreds of thousands of dollars just lined. I call it a dormant database. It's there. It just needs some life breathed into it. And we can show you how to do that. And obviously, this is different for PI because you've got your contingency fee. But for any lawyer out there who's charging for their services, which client do you think is going to be willing to spend more money when you raise your rates? Do you think it's the person that just found you 15 minutes ago on Google and you were the first one who answered the phone? Or do you think it's the one who read the book and has engaged with the firm and has been following you for you know some period of time and knows that you're the expert right to do this? You know, when you make that 300 to 350 billable jump, or when you you know go from 1500 for trademarks to 2000, which of those clients is coming with you? You know, it's the one who's got the care about you. It's the one yes. who's got that story. It's the yeah. one who's got the, the longer term connection. Yeah. And I don't even know if we're going here, but we're talking about authority and authorship. Let's get outside of books for just a moment. Yeah. You, you publish your book, but how about a, a monthly print newsletter that's high end, that feels and looks great out to your prospects who've raised their hand, who aren't ready to buy yet. How about creating your own magazine? Okay. How about, do you have your own podcast? Now, Jordan, I know you do. do you, does your audience have their own podcast? Because people like to consume audio. Are you positioning yourself with different platforms that convey authority in the eyes of your audience? Because marketing happens right here between your ears and your, and your temples. It's but usually how, with your heart. We, it, it does. 
it it's it's how people think about you. Okay. Right. So when when you got my book, it changed how you thought about me. And then you read my book and, and I captured your heart. Then you'd meet with me and I then I really captured your heart. And then you bought from me, right? But it's it's getting out of your head what people think about you and how do you how do you artfully and ethically manipulate how they think about you by being your genuine authentic self yeah and speaking a different message than all your competitors go look at all your competitors what they're saying and figure out a way to say exactly the opposite yeah okay you know, it'll work a whole lot better so my office is i don't know a couple golf shots away from morgan and morgan's main office yeah. and i get this question all the time what do you do and i was like what do you mean what do i do i love it they have all these billboards. They talk about, you know, you can get a case for everything. You, you get a bunch of money, the biggest firm. They're the ones that convince everybody that there's the opportunity to go to a lawyer when bad things happen to you. Right. And I jump in and I'm like, if you want to know who that lawyer is and have it be the same person the whole time and get the individualized service, it's us. If you want right. the biggest one, keep on going to the billboard. That's right. And so it's, you know, it's amazing to me because look, you know, you talked about the uh, 3% need you now, 97% the next couple of months. There's a ton of people that have no interest in hiring us. They want the big firm. They want the billboard that says so-and-so got me a billion dollars. Right. But those aren't the clients that I want. I want the client who wants that small town feel, that high touch, that more, you know, bought in service. And it's finding that for, you know, your firm. Yep. All right. Let's take this one step further because you're talking about yeah. authority and authorship and business growth. That's my, my passion is business growth through authorship and authority. All right. Another client. Um, He's down in Florida, Mo DeWitt, Mo DeLon, Mo DeWitt. Um, DeWitt's divorce guide, very straightforward. He's a divorce, attor divorce attorney, right? Somebody goes through divorce, they choose Mo, they go through his process, they love Mo. You know, Mo got them a great settlement, everything's good. Mo says, Jordan, thank you for trusting me. I'm sorry you had to go through this, but I'm glad I could take you through it. I'm glad we got amicable stuff in everybody. Would you do me a favor, Jordan? Sure. What can I do for you? You probably don't know this, but most of my clients don't come through all the marketing you see me doing online and all that stuff. They actually come through people who've gone through my process and that I've served. Would you do me a favor? Would you take three or four copies of my book? And when you're talking to your guys at work or your, or your club or whatever, and, and they're having some marital issues, would you just hand them a copy of my book and say, here's the guy that really helped me. I think you should read his book. Would you be willing to do that for me? I said, well, absolutely I would. That, Jordan, is how you stimulate referrals who never have to worry about those dumb billboards because they're choosing you. And when they go to Google, they're not typing divorce attorney Florida. They're typing Jordan Ostroff. Well, and, and who, not that every client will become a referral source, but who better than like, look, I just went through this process. This is what it was like. I loved it. I think you'll love it too. Try it out. That's it. Because, and, and especially if you do it at the end, but what about during the process? Divorce takes a, a while, right? Trademark probably takes a while. As they're going through the process and you're working with them, as long as they're happy, give them copies of your book because they're talking about it. Let them just hand it out, which is, which is easier to do, which is more fun to do, Jordan. Well, here's the business card of the attorney that I'm using. Or say, you know what? I chose the guy who wrote the book on it. You should read his book. It's really cool. It's a no-brainer. So, sorry. No, I mean, look, the uh, I can't imagine anybody arguing against what you're saying, except for the effort, the cost, whatever, right? Like with, if you had unlimited resources to it, handing the little business card that goes right in the trash, handing the book that gets put on the, uh, 
you know, on the shelf for uh, the rest of eternity until it's needed again. It's it's, it's a no-brainer. Terrible. Well, yeah. So let's let's address both of those real quick. Time. Sure. It takes less than twenty-four clock hours of your time to create a book following our process. Okay. I, I don't know how to get it done any faster. So twenty-four clock hours. And as far as the investment, it goes back to how long are you going to be in business? Because I wrote my book in twenty thirteen. In January 1st, it's 2023. I still use my book every week to gain clients and to get referrals and to grow my business. It's an asset, okay? And all that, I'll just back it up one more step. For our core clients, I back up what I do with a two-year double your money back guarantee that's in writing. When you do what I tell you to do and market your book, it will work and it will bring you business. I guarantee it. So I've got the uh, I've got the the wisps of a really good analogy here, right? Like okay. you've got Delon and you've got the Evergreen book. Like there's something there. <laughs> there's something. There's some way to put those things together. You know, I this love been it. Selling it for you for ten years. Yeah, Clearly it's Evergreen. Oh, um, I'm not 100 percent on it, but we're we, we're we're on to something. The other well, let's talk about the the Evergreen aspect of it. Okay. I, dude, I had lunch today with my first author outside of me, the first author I ever did 13 years ago. He read my book today. He's still using my book. He's still reading my book. That's crazy to me. He's still getting good things out of it. But let's talk about an attorney who writes this. How about Mo DeWitt, right? The divorce law guy. He's got this book, right? You know what else he has? He has about 14 chapters of blog posts, YouTube videos, podcasts, you name it, emails. You just go through here and you start repurposing this. This becomes your marketing message. You never have to struggle about what am I going to say? You just talk about something in your book. Chamber of Commerce needs the speaker. Pick me. I got a book. This becomes the cornerstone. Three words I live by, Jordan. Clarify, simplify, multiply in that order. Clarify your message and then simplify your marketing by tying everything back to that core message, hopefully contained in your book. And when you do that and you have good marketing, you will multiply your results. Completely. I mean, look, it's the, uh, you know, you can go through time and see so many things that are able to jump on people being lazy about something, Yeah. right? Like we don't want to mow our own lawn. So now we've got, or we don't want to vacuum our own house. We've got the iRobot, whatever it is along yeah. those lines. But the way that you... The way that you get to that from an information standpoint is exactly, you know, clarifying and simplifying. That's how you make it, that's how you make it get over normal laziness, which then leads to the multiplication of clients, referrals, cases, speaking opportunities, whatever it is you're trying to go for here. Everything, everything. And, and the, probably the best, most common example we have today, totally outside of law, but Simon Sinek. Yep. Start with why he was a, he was a, a, a marketing consultant guru guy. He was trying to, to, Make it happen, right? So he got on TED, did a TEDx talk. It just went viral. Wow, how lucky. Well, then he was smart. You know what he did like shortly after that? He wrote his book, Start With Why. Now he gets paid six figures to come in and speak for an hour on that. Then he went back and wrote a second book. And now he's on his third book because he understands you're not making money by selling your book. You make the money by selling your thoughts and ideas through your book. You're a thought leader. That's what that's who people want to work with. That's the power of authority and authorship. 
so that you can continually gain business as an awesome lawyer. Totally. I love it. So, Although I'm, I'm a I'm little biased. Your, right. And I am, I am too. But it's so true though, right? I mean, like we've got, you know, 1.5 million attorneys in the country, 400 something thousand law firms. And look, I'm sure at this point, a large chunk of them have some sort of ownership of something. Mm-hmm. I just, the, the thing that I like about the book, when you talk about like the repurposing, yeah. it's not just the repurposing of the specific chapters. It's the clarification and consistency of the message Absolutely. You know, of what you do, of who you help, of how you do it differently, of why you're the best choice, which then appeals to the person who you're the best choice for. Um, and it just becomes consistent. It, it, it is. And so, so take that whole right there. And, and let's say you have the book and you're doing, let's just say short videos. You put them on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, and your website. Easy to do, right? Short on uh, topics. And each, each video is five minutes or less. And you're just sharing. And at the end of everyone, and then you say, you know what? Thanks for listening. If you want a free copy of my book, just go to, you know, whatever your website is for the book.com. Get a free copy of my book. Give it to them for free as an EPD, as a PDF, right? Get their, just capture their email. Who cares? Email, get a free copy. Thank you, page pops up. Video. Hey, thanks, thanks so much for downloading a copy of my book. I really appreciate that. It's filled with great information. I'd love to mail you a free a physical copy. Just tell me where to do it. It won't cost you a penny. Put it in your hand. You can dog air it. You can highlight it. It'll be a resource that's on your shelf because if you're like me, you probably have a few hundred ebooks, and I can't even find them on my computer. This will stay around your house. Tell me where to mail it. I'll, I'll get it to you. I'll have it in two days. Thanks so much. We have found by testing 50% of the people who opt into the ebook request the physical book those are the people who are really interested in you now you've got all their contact information so you, you can actually put something in the mail to them now jordan you've got a mailbox you, you've been gone for a long time you probably had a stack of mail none of it did i want i thank you but if you clear. go if you go to your mailbox today let's say today and you open it up if you're like me you're gonna have like two or three pieces of mail in it you know and and that's pretty consent this is a great time to do direct mail when it's done right when was the last time you received a, well, I've already asked you, a book in the mail? Other than you, how about your listeners? It doesn't happen. But when you do it right, and then you follow it up with print newsletters. Then you follow it up with direct mail cards. And then you follow, nobody markets this way. This I mean, is from, how you win their heart. And from the standpoint of like printing one of the books and I guess not overnighting it, but whatever the first class mailing it, 10, 15 bucks. I mean, like what's the. Oh, oh wait. Yeah. No, wait. No, here's the deal. I, I yeah. created this box, right? Yeah. For my book, Elevate Your Credibility, you'll open it up. This is how I mail my book, my book, right? It's got my book and it's got print news. I can put this thing in the mail for $6. All right, the book to, for me to buy the buy the books is, is just under five. So five, yeah, 11 bucks to, total. To get a client, it, it's just unheard of. And when you, when you measure that with some video funnels and some video on your website, when somebody, when a prospect books a call with me, you know, through like Calendly or whatever I use, and they get the automatic email that comes out and says, hey, your appointment's booked. We put in there, we've inserted there, say, hey, please watch this video from Michael. It explains the whole process and answers the five most common questions that most people ask on this call. Watch that before you talk to Michael. People watch it. It's a 13-minute video so that when they show up on my call, all the questions are answered. And now we can dive in and talk about you and your unique situation instead of me trying to do my dog and pony show and all that because I've already done it on video. They've already bonded with me. I'm pre Any attorney could do that. Why wait until they show up on a Zoom call to? So 
And that's what, that's what I want to go a little bit deeper on in the last, you know, five or so minutes that we have. Look, obviously, you know, PI, divorce, you've got a ton of that outlined and it's, unless it's a wrongful death case, like your client's the one in the accident, your client's the one who wants the divorce. From like a criminal defense standpoint, Mm -hmm. do you have, like, I feel like in that one, are you targeting the family? You're targeting the, like, how, you know, I feel like the client's not the one who knows they have a problem until they have a problem. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of it is, is helping them understand the process that's going to go so that when they find out they have a problem and they need to, to get a, a, somebody to represent them, how do they make that decision? Okay. They're probably Googling because they probably don't have a buddy who just went through this. Right. So they're probably Googling. How are you, how are you a getting to the top of Google, but what are you offering that's different from everybody else? Get a free copy of my book. It will explain the process you're about to go through and the three key elements that are most likely to get you off the hook. I don't know. I just made that up. Gotcha. Okay. I'm going to request that. And now your intake people should be able to get them a, you know, text your ebook to them, follow up with them, mail something to them next day because nobody else is doing that. Right. So it's, it's helping them understand the pathway. When I get a, when I get a prospect, Jordan, like when you and I talk about your book, right? You've never written a book. It's like walking into a dark room for you. Where's the light switch? Where's the furniture? I don't know. It's kind of, eh. and oh. I'm like, Jordan, don't worry about it. Take my hand. I got the flashlight. I've been in this room a thousand times. I know where everything is. Follow my lead. That's what you need to be doing in your book for, for a situation like that. Because people don't know what, what's happening. They're scared to death. Address the fears answer those you're going to get more clients it's i love how you phrase that because in essence like you're positioning yourself as the guide to help other people position themselves as the guide with their clients like there's that uh very you know one extra step which i feel like we do like from the i guess really every good marketing right you position yourself to guide your clients to be the guide exactly their clients yeah so that was a great question yeah and and none of go ahead I was gonna no, say, no, none, no, of our, none of our books are, are are done off the shelf or anything. All of our books are custom because we want to know your story. We want to know your audience and how best can we help you craft your story through the pages of your book. That's what we do. So, from the standpoint of you know author uh, uh, authority, authorship, awesomeness, in the last five minutes or so, anything else that you want to make sure we cover? Yeah, and, and I'm going to sound like a broken record, I'm sure, but be yourself. Find out what what jazzes you. Have something in your background, maybe as you're doing zooms. Um, show up in a Hawaiian shirt. Be you. If if you if you like going to the beach, talk about the beach. Have 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 real pictures of you and your family on your bio side, right? Um, if you like riding bicycles, talk about that. Just be you. Become human. Maybe that's it. Become human. Let people connect with you and. It's going to be a whole lot more fun for you, and you're going to get a lot more people connecting and bonding with you at an emotional heart level. That's going to do more for your business than anything else. Yeah, I feel like you've been sitting in on some of my calls with our clients, most usually about their website, right? Yeah. Oh. I'm like, oh, look, you have you have stock image 2764 off of this onto uh, yes. onto WordPress template, you know, uh, Aspire 22. Yeah. And like, everybody's got the same thing. I'm like, where are you? Where's your actual, where's, where's the parking lot? Like, just show me what's it going to look like for somebody to, you know, walk through the door, find parking, come in. So, oh, on that. Can I tell you one, one tip and they can take this yeah. and run with it. Okay. And I, and I, I, I teach our clients. This is exactly that. If you, especially if you're in a big building, 
go out into the parking lot, take out your phone, start a video from the parking lot, say, hey, when you come to our office, here's what you're going to find. You're going to walk through this set of doors and you're walking through and you're going to come to the big lobby. Walk straight. See the elevator. We're on the 11th floor. Push the 11th floor. When you get out of the elevator, come out and turn right. Put that on your website when somebody books a call with you because there's nothing worse than going in and saying, well, where are they? I don't know which door is alleviate these fears of people and just show them what to do. We make marketing so complex, Jordan. It's pathetic. Well, it's, it's funny. No, I, I, um, we're saying the same stuff. So <laughs> I, uh, it's funny. I'll have my, like one of my receptionists, she will cor- genuinely talk up our attorneys when clients call. Oh my God, we just had a case like that that resolved a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Great. You know, thankfully the client was able to, you know, almost get back to everything. Great recovery, whatever. It's so funny to hear that call with the attorney when they're like, you know, uh, Andrea said the nicest things to say about you. And you're like, well, thanks. I mean, like she's an employee, but yeah, I mean, like, I appreciate that. You know, it's the same thing there. Like if you pre, you pre-sell that next step, exactly. it gives extra benefit. It puts the client at ease. It makes them understand what's happening. Um, and it's a great way for them to go in, you know, walk into the office through that video and be like, oh, hey, so-and-so, you know, I saw you from the video. All right, I'm meeting with so-and-so. Cool, great. Yep. It's just, it's amazing. It, it puts everybody at ease a legal ease right it just it goes and it makes it feel like i'm walking into your house for a party and we can now chat about whatever situation you're dealing with because we the legal part i expect an attorney to know how to do Hopefully. i'm here to find out if, well yeah i know but i'm here to find out are, are do we connect are you the right attorney for me if you do these types of things that we're talking about position yourself with authority and without beating your chest, but do it in a right way with humility in the servant's heart, dude, your, your marketing is going to just continually grow, and it's going to be so much fun. And the part that we have sort of danced around, you could also vet the client during these meetings. If you have that many, you know, the more clients you have, the easier it is for you to say no to that person that just like rubs you the wrong way. Um, and the book helps you, helps clients see the same in you. Absolutely. Yeah, I want, and that's part of the preconditioning, right? Um, we have a pod, I have a podcast. I, I put people through a whole funnel. We say no to probably 40% of the people who apply to be on my podcast because they're not qualified in the way we want them. You can do exactly the same thing because the last thing you want to do as an attorney is meet with somebody who's not a good prospect, who's not a good client. That just wasted your time. Get rid of them nicely beforehand through a process of doing things like this and have a video in part of your process say, you know what, here's the exact type of client who is not a good fit for our firm. Now, who's expecting that, right? Now, if this is you, blah, 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 we will not be a good fit and we just go, need to go ahead and cancel the appointment now. But we do have uh, some attorneys we could recommend you to. Well, great. Or, you know, for people looking for the self-help, that book, you know, sending them the book, look, this is how you can walk yourself through the process. Yep. I've got to imagine, forget, like on top of the added referrals from your referral source of being able to give up the book and the same thing for clients, whatever. I've got to imagine there are some firm owners out there that have gotten dozens of great reviews from clients that were like, I did not hire them. I was not a good fit. I could not afford them, but they sent me this book that really helped me get through the process. Awesome. That's exactly yeah. what you want to be doing. Yeah. And get, I, I tell people, give your book out, give it out to everybody in your community. You want to become a household name in your community. You want to be known as the resource for divorce if you're Mo DeWitt. He wants to become the resource in his area on divorce. Any question you have about divorce, how to stay married, he can probably help you there too. Right? 
That's what you want to do with your book because then you are the authority. You're the one that people look to, and it, it's a great position to be in. All right. So uh, on that note, for everybody listening and watching, Michael is our last guest of 2022. We will have two more episodes, not the last episode, but our next two episodes will be uh, two best of recaps. I don't, I think we're going to get through November on these recaps, um, but it'll be some of the best takeaways from a number of the episodes that we've had. Mm. We'll have the first batch next Thursday on 12-22 at 2.15 p.m. Eastern, so a little bit earlier than we've been uh, running the episodes. That'll be part one, and then part two will be the following week after that. And then in 2023, we're back to having some amazing guests. We've got a couple episodes in the hopper for you already, and uh, we'll have some other interesting things coming down the pipeline. That being said, Michael, there has, I mean, like I have a whole page of notes, and if I took a whole page of notes, I know it was a great episode. That's awesome. That's the, uh, that's the strong mark. For anybody who's been listening for whatever it is, the last 50 something minutes, if they remember nothing you said, what would be the most important takeaway to help more law firm owners be the exhibit A of a successful attorney? Begin with your story. Be genuine and let people connect with who you are more than what you do. Yes, so much yes. There's a ton of lawyers out there. You can be the one who is known for blank, you know, in the in in the church, plays disc golf, favorite sports team, whatever it's going to be. Totally. The ball-headed guy, the lawyer with the patch on his eye, the you name it, it doesn't have to be some fancy thing. It's what makes you unique and different and fun. What is it? Or boring. I mean, maybe you like to do to put together model train sets. How cool is that? Like Ooh, Rod Stewart. I mean, we could do all kinds of fun things with that, right? You could become the engineer attorney or something. I mean, there's all kinds of things you can play with that. Just tell us about you. Be you, be you, be you. I love it. And I love the, like, so from my standpoint, um, I guess I'm going on... We started Legalese in 2020. So at this point, I guess three years of, of being a lot more out there. Yeah. It's been so much fun because like I sort of forced myself to do more fun things, you know, like instead of that Wednesday, instead of sitting at the house, you know, catching up on some stuff, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to go to SeaWorld with my kid. We're going to film some videos of this. I'll, I'll get a good story for takeaway. You know, like you can make this into a, a, you can make this into a weird way to get yourself out there in life, enjoying it a lot more. All the time. And and yeah, and that's what people bond with. They start showing up because they want to say, we're, we're Jordan Go this time, right? I mean, I mean, that's fun because we want to live vicariously through everybody else. Just just have fun. And uh, it, it, it makes you real and, and it, it impacts your marketing and your business in such a powerful way because I like you. And if I like you, that's 90% of the battle. Yeah. All right, so we're going to wrap up. Two calls to action. I believe in what Michael's talking about so much. I'm gonna give Michael the final call to action. So from my standpoint, if you've enjoyed this episode, you want to catch up on some of our old episodes, I want to see you back next Thursday, the 22nd for our uh, 2.15 Eastern for our best of exhibit A for 2022 part one. But if you're even smarter than that, and you also want to reach out to Michael to start getting down the process of building this book, creating this authority, what is the best way for them to get in touch with you? Paperbackexpert.com. 
It's our website. It's everything. It's the hub of all things, Michael. We've got free trainings. We've got information. You can reach out to me there, paperbackexpert.com. Love it. Thank you so much for being with us. Jordan, it's been so much fun. And thank you to everybody who uh, took some time to watch and listen to this episode. I know you've got some great nuggets of wisdom because I know I do as well. So with that, I'll see you all later. Have a great day.